Welcome to another episode of It's Not About You with Jamal Harrington and Marianne Riley. Hollywood, there it is. MyForgetVocal.com. It's Not About You with Jamal and Marianne. Hey guys, another Hi. episode of you. Yes, I'm here. Episode 17 and 18. I know, right? Who do we got, Jamal? We have uh, actually a really good friend of mine, very funny stand-up comic uh, from Seattle, now living in L.A. Uh, we got the very funny Josh Gibson with us today. Hey, guys. Um, sacrilege that he's wearing a Seahawks uh, jersey uh, or sweater. Wilson, the only Seahawk I can still name. <laughs> hey, 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 you know what? I'm not going to lie. Russell Wilson is, has been on many of my fantasy football teams. So that's how good he is. And I'm a Giants fan saying that. And I'm not ashamed to say that. Russell Wilson's the man. Oh, I thought you were going to say you weren't ashamed to say you're a Giants fan. Yeah, that's where <laughs> that's where the shame source may have come from. You're laughing, but I'm okay, laughing first, at their season. You know? okay. First of all, Marianne, they're, they're called feelings, and you're really stomping on them right now. <laughs> and, and uh, hey, you know what? You know what? I, I'll, let me just start off by saying this. Yeah, I'm a Giants fan, and yeah, we're shitty, but you know what? I, I want us to lose every game because I wanted a certain quarterback named Trevor Lawrence, but since we're doing pretty good in a shitty division right now, oh you know, I'm going to take, take what we can get, but I'll be honest with you. Um, I have not really posted much football on Facebook, which is surprisingly to a lot of my friends. They're like, is it because you guys aren't doing well? It's like, no. Um, number one, it's 2020. Uh, I don't really have anything much to really, you know, be happy about as far as sports goes. I am glad that we're having a season, though. So glad we're having a season. But I'm like, you know what? Um, I'm pretty much sitting this season out as far as, I mean, I'm watching every Giants game I can. But I'm sitting this season out because I'm like, you know what? Uh, I don't like my quarterback. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. But go Giants. I'm not doing, I'm not doing a, lot of, uh, a lot of shit talking with my fellow sports fans either because – like this, like you said, it's 2020. Some people don't have anything except the Giants, and like I don't want to, I don't want to take it away from you know, like the, the the normal sports rivalries. We might be like, oh, your team sucks and my team sucks, and ah, like let's not have that this year because yeah. some of us are. Uh, on the, you know, actually, like, you're right. On the like bird, right now, right. right now, our teams are playing right now. Yeah, like, our teams are right now playing now. I know, Marianne, you probably got the game recorded. Or I'm actually or not, what have you. but it's unusual. I'm not because I told you I usually. So I, Josh, just so you know, I for years I've always made sure that I record the game every single game, so that when I'm doing things like this, I can go watch the game, and then mm-hmm. I don't listen to any radio or, or watch any social media, so that I don't know what the score is. And back when I was doing the radio show, um, I always threatened them with bodily harm. Like I tell my co-host, if you say anything about the score, I will beat you. <laughs> because I'm going to go home and watch it. And so it's very unusual that I'm not recording it. But again, I'm in transition. Like my whole life mm-hmm. is so in such an upheaval right now. But I think you're right. 2020 is, is exactly what you're saying. Like everybody, you know, it's it's gotten to the point where you've got, it, it feels like I've made it through 2020 right up until the end of November with everything was kind of around me. I was watching chaos. I was able to dodge and dip and like nothing. It wasn't touching mm-hmm. me. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that sucks for you. Shit. Right. right. Oh, man, I'm glad I'm not you. Damn. And then tell, you know, Thanksgiving Day, it just, it caught, all of 2020 caught up with me. Yeah. So it's been kind of, 
it was creeping in. It was creeping in in November, you know, and like right there, right before, um, before that week of Thanksgiving, that Friday before when I had in one of my, 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 uh, production plants, 13 people tested positive for COVID out of a 25 crew plant. So yeah, that's where things, and that's where it started snowballing and that snowball just got bigger and bigger. So, yeah. That's everywhere. You know, you get enough chances and things are going to end up, you know, at the bottom of the shit pile hill. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's just, I think that's the, that is completely and totally the summation of what 2020 is. We're at the bottom of that shit pile. And the scary thing to me is, is that we, everybody keeps going, oh, I can't wait until 2020 is over. I can't wait. Guess what, guys? 2021 is not going to be any better. Mm. It's not. It's, mm. it's really not. Well, uh, well I mean, I would like to think that 2021 will be slightly better because here's the thing. Like if you were to ask me prior to 2020, which was the, what was the worst year of my life? I could easily say, Oh, 2002, 2012, hands down easy. I got into a car accident. I almost, uh, I mean, and I'm not even talking about like in 2018 when I got cancer, like that's not even the worst year. Cause I beat that, mm. but it was just a string of shit that had happened in 2020, I mean, not, in, in, in 2012, that was like personal and stuff that I couldn't control. But now I, when, when you ask me that, hey, what was your worst year ever? I could easily just say 2020 without even thinking. Like, oh yeah, 2020, I think we Yeah, all... but that's the thing. It's like in reality, the worst year of everybody's life is probably gonna be like 2029 or 2035 <laughs> or some, some year in the future is gonna be so much worse. Uh, you're gonna I be like, like your positive spin. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how can 2029 be worse than 2020? No, you don't. We I, don't I, know I, yet. Take it back. Take it back. Don't ever just, question faith hey, like that. Ever. Don't jinx this, Jamal. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> no. And yeah. Oh, okay. When 2029 becomes fucked up, they're gonna be like, you guys are gonna look back on this day and be like. Oh, fuck it's you, Jamal's Jamal. fault. Jamal, fuck you. I'm gonna call you. 2029 yeah. is gonna be the worst oh, year because oh, that's Jamal, the year fuck. I get cancer. No, that's that's all on you guys. That's your juju. Don't don't put your. Well, I'm glad I got some, That's the year Marianne gets testicular cancer. Oh, there you well, go. you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad I got four phone calls to look forward to in 2029. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. At least I don't know how many people are listening to this, but feel free to call Jamal. Well, in fact, we'll give you his number. <laughs> you can call him. No, I think. But what I see is this. Right. Right. <laughs> No, you're gonna it's be like gonna be a bunch of complaints. Oops. Like, listen, why did you make Ivanka Trump become the president? Why? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be like, first of all, I'm gonna return that question. I'm gonna flip that question. And be like, why did you vote for this bitch in the first place? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I so felt I felt Jamal's hand guiding me on the ballot. It was like, I don't want to vote for Ivanka, but Jamal's making me. <laughs> so, this is your fault. Make it stop. Since we're talking about, about COVID nineteen, how about how about we get Jamal's reaction to Giuliani getting getting it? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. No, you know what? Actually, I'm not gonna lie. I okay. I I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the bigger man on this because I just found out that he tested positive for COVID nineteen about a half an hour ago. Oh. And I just told my, and I told my dad about it because my dad- But you didn't like, predict it oh. a month ago or two? I mean, you didn't know this was gonna happen? <laughs> no, 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 it's funny that, Josh, it's funny that you say that because my dad, 
about maybe three weeks ago said, oh, he's going to catch COVID. And yeah. I'm like, oh, well, you know, it's only a matter of time. Oh, and totally. then I'm, I'm watching football and right. like I get an alert on my phone that he tested positive for the COVID for COVID-19. But I want to read you guys this. This is what made me laugh so hard. Um, Donald Trump tweeted today. At Rudy Giuliani, so far the greatest mayor in the history of New York City. And me and my dad both laughed at that because I'm like, obviously, um, Bloomberg got three terms. So what does that tell you already? Um, he doesn't even have an and, airport named after him. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Um, oh, good, good one, Josh. I like that you. I like that you know that um, LaGuardia is actually a mayor. Um, right of, <laughs> of New York. <laughs> Yeah, the shortest mayor we've ever had. Right. Um, and who has also been working tirelessly exposing the most corrupt election, in quotes, by far, in the history of the USA, has tested positive for the China virus. Yeah, you heard me. Oh not, even, not even COVID-19. He said the China virus. <laughs> get, be get, get better soon, Rudy. We will carry on. I don't even know what that means because as far as I'm concerned, Biden has already been measuring the drapes in the White House. You're not going to get in. So, um, and, and that was, what was sweet today? Yeah. I think the funniest thing about the whole thing is that I, I, I don't know. I just, I just take great pleasure. And like Giuliani is being played by Kate McKinnon on Saturday Night Live, right? And right. There's a whole slew of males that they have used females to make fun of in their sketches. But Giuliani <laughs> is bothered by it. And that that makes me so happy. Like, it, it it must irk him so much to know that a woman is playing him on TV. And, and, and America's <laughs> laughing and the whole thing. Because, like, he is one of these, like, big masculine type of guys who, like, has this image of what it may, means to be a man. And it's it's not what lives here in the 21st century. So it's just so funny to me. <laughs> let me ask you this. How would you feel like, let, let, like, for instance, like Josh, let's say, like, could you imagine a woman playing you in a tell all movie, you know, about <laughs> right, you the specifically? Is, the only thing is <laughs> women, women never really make the bald cap look right. So if they were trying, like, I don't know what they, they'd have to naturally shave their head and, there's, you have to be a pop star to be willing to do that or something. I don't know what the rules are, but if they can find a woman who will naturally shave her head to play me, I'm all for it. And it also sound like you for that matter. Like, I mean, come on, man. Like that. Well, you got to start like, smoking for like 20 years. <laughs> so start now. Look, I have, a hard time, I have a hard enough time seeing a woman play me. <laughs> in a, in a... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Cameron Manheim. Be the Cameron Manheim. You know, but, come on. But we know Louis Anderson plays a good woman, so why not? Mm. Why not? You know, John mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's there's yeah, a bunch of them. Nice. Eddie Murphy. I mean, I don't know what the politics of that skin crossover would be, but I'd be okay. Oh, with that it. would be interesting. I would be okay. I think that would give it some flavor. You mm -hmm. know? Yeah. I get. Could you imagine? It, it would be funny just watching Eddie Murphy just follow Josh Gibson around to play. <laughs> How do I get these mannerisms just right? <laughs> that would be hilarious. And then, uh, you, know what, you know what I'll do to, to screw with Eddie Murphy? I'll go and find some role where I have to play a woman so that he has to learn how to play me playing a woman. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, wait. 
You didn't tell me about the cross-dressing life of Josh Gibson. No, I'm yeah, out. I'm that was, out. I'm completely that was my Miss Doubtfire face. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilariously funny. I would definitely, I would pay to see that. I'm selling tickets already. Look at this. Look at right? that. See? Somebody call see? your agent and get them on this, this live feed right now. It could just be Josh going to Comic-Con dressing as Mrs. Doubtfire, you know, and just having him walk through a large, mm-hmm. large Convention center in, in full like yeah. drag. It used to be that you had to, to do cosplay. You had to like uh, pick a character that was in a graphic novel or something, or an anime show or something. But now you can just like pick any character. You could be um, one of the little kids that doesn't have the teeth or whatever in Stranger Things. That's just now your cosplay. That one kid, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give us your best hello, dearies. It oh, is Mrs. Delphine. The thing is, is I, I can't do uh, a British accent. It, I'm not going to be racist on screen. It's terrible. It's <laughs> <laughs> racist. racist. <laughs> I can't <laughs> okay, Josh, apparently you have not heard this one. <laughs> <laughs> really? There's, Josh, I'm going to tell you right now, and I probably should have told you whenever I uh, messaged mm. you, there's no rules here. No rules. British people, there's the, I don't think there's one British people person listening to this okay. podcast right my, now. My Irish cousins, so our cousins, cousin Todd and I. So, just so you know, wait, cousin, what part of Ireland? They might be watching. Are they are they in Belfast yeah. or, or County Cork? No, no, Wicklow near the Republic of Ireland, not Northern right. Ireland, right? So, they and would resent being British, I would think. Please do yeah. not target oh. me or anybody else on this for. Any reversion of the troubles? We don't. No, need they it. would not. They would not. No, it's, um, they would appreciate the. They would. They, oh, would, they have. They would be like. You know, they would probably keep telling us to bring Josh on more. Maybe I do. <laughs> I do think green is a genuinely superior color to orange. But oh, I. I, I, <laughs> I just don't think that those decisions were made with me. And- <laughs> yeah, I can't wear orange. Do I hear something funny? Mm-hmm. Is uh, my sister used to work for a a travel agency that uh, had the word tangerine in it, and uh, they were in the the St. Patrick's Day parade in Seattle one year, and because the the name uh, includes the word tangerine, they wore orange, mm-hmm. and they got booed. Right. Oh yeah, <laughs> they did not know. I'm surprised that they would do that. I mean, but I mean, I remember one year we were uh, it used. To, St. Patrick's Day festivities used to be really huge in Seattle. It was a week-long festival. Like, it, it would start one weekend and end the following weekend. And one year, they had one of the, the international, in the center house, they had an international store that thought it would be, uh, they didn't know, they were told to put up shirts that said IRA, Irish Republican Army, which right. is, is, is orange Irish. They were just and trying so, to get you to invest in your retirement. Yeah, they were like, it's Irish, it's Irish, right? Go ahead and put it up. And the whole committee, the whole St. Patrick's Day committee came down in force. There was like 100 people came downstairs and said, get them out of the window now. Yeah. It's going to be a riot. Get that shit out. And the poor clerk was just crying. She didn't know any better. And they're like, we're, we're not, it's not violent. This is not directed at you. Get that shit down now before right. it gets up. <laughs> right. So, yeah. You didn't so know. It was- okay. Once again, an American didn't know what the fuck they were doing. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. Well, the boss didn't oh, know man. and didn't care and let their, their employee to handle the, the nightmare. But mm. what is Irish, right? Right. No, no. Right. No. It's from Ireland. That counts. See, the thing is, I think yeah. Americans apply the attitude that they have about America towards all the other places. Like, we can have our little rivalries about Texas or New York or California or whatever. But when you go to Paris, you're an American, and you're unless you're from Texas, but you're still an American, and like you're uh, you're on board with all the Americans, right? But just because somebody's from Ireland and now they're in New York, you're not going to just be like, oh, let me do a leprechaun impression of you and ask if you're a Protestant or some nonsense. Like now you're getting yeah. into stuff you don't know anything about, you know? Yeah. Not to clarify right. with what Josh was saying when he said Paris, he meant Paris, France, right. not Paris, Texas. Right. So let's not get too carried away. Not, now. The, not, the, not the only Paris that Trump. There is a Paris. You know. <laughs> <laughs> there's a town in Paris. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Did, did they not. not realize that Paris was a a a, a place in mm -hmm. France and a place in Texas? Well, well, not even the Cajun part of Texas. Yeah, it's. <laughs> actually actually if i remember correct i think it's man i've never been to paris texas but i you know what i'm not gonna because i i don't know really too much i know it, it is it's a thing mm -hmm. but um i think it's in like i want to say it's like deep in like central texas mm. um it's not yeah it's it's just it's one of those places where it's just you know that it exists and i'm not gonna lie i'm actually googling it right now <laughs> I just take. I, I, I thought Todd. I thought because Todd was googling it because I see his head looking down, and I was like, okay, which one of us is going to Google Paris, no, no, Texas? I'm, 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 I'm going to be that guy, and I'm already on it. And it's in uh, as far as like geographically speaking, because um, what I'm really trying to do is see like what is like the biggest city that it's near because there's like so many cities mm -hmm. in Texas that um, it is on the. Come on. I'm going to guess. Oh wow! Yeah, it's. it's <laughs> I, it's it's like north it's it's northeast of Dallas, Texas. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I was totally wrong, but, but it's not in the Cajun. But I was right. About no, no, it's definitely Cajun. not. <laughs> it's it's really actually it's really closer to the border of Arkansas, like not too far near, not too far from Texarkana. Mm -hmm. Did you guys also? But know, yeah, it's definitely east. Did you guys know that there is a Paris, Las Vegas? <laughs> There's a parish in Las Vegas, yeah. I was gonna say, isn't that just a isn't that just a casino? It well, is. I, I would say it, well, that's the experience. There's an Eiffel Tower. What more do you need? It tries. Oh, well, that's been our That's been our show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, <laughs> Way to bring it down, God. Hey, I was I I'm brought sorry. it up five really? jokes in a row. I got to drop one. It's like the stock oh. market. So you know, back hey, up later. I, I want to say, uh, <laughs> I wanted to. Uh, you know what? So Josh, the last time I hung out with mm -hmm. you, uh, actually, I um I was actually in LA and we hung out. This was like some years mm -hmm. ago. My mom, I, me and my mom, we drove from Seattle to El Segundo, California. And uh, that's where the hotel we were staying at. And then when you, me, and another comedian, uh, I'm sure you yeah. know him, uh, Maria, Anthony Calderon, we hung out. And um, we hung out at Jumbo. I did something. Yeah, I, I've done something that I've never done ever. <laughs> I got, well, actually, I shouldn't say that. The second time I've ever got a lap dance at a strip club. <laughs> 
was with well, this guy hold right on. here. It's not a strip club. Nobody strips. It's a gentleman's club. Uh, so top, top okay. stay on. There's just a lot of pole dancing. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I got a, I, I got a, I got a, a dance, a private mm -hmm. dance, and um, for the for like the second time ever. Actually, this was the first one that I've ever paid for, and. Everything that I ever thought about a lap dance or a table dance, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is terrible." Um, and, uh, and 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 it was and it was funny because I also got, and it was Anthony's birthday, mm -hmm. and um, I got him one. I've never bought anybody a, a dance before, but I was like, you know what? Uh, maybe I'm gonna be a hero in his eyes if I do this for him. So I was like, "Here you go, man. Give that to whatever girl you want to." Right. Unfortunately, Anthony was and, not turning 22, and so the gesture did not endear him to Anthony's heart permanently. Um, but everybody enjoys getting a lap dance bought for him. That's great. Hey, I'm always there for. Yeah, a I'm not going well, to. Well, it depends on who's dancing for you. Look, I was up at the Alaska, Great Alaska Bush Company, and was not real thrilled when when they were giving me lap mm. dances. I mean. Although the one girl, she was she was a six foot two. She was very beautiful blonde. And I sat her down and I was having a conversation with her. And she was telling me how men found her height very intimidating. And so I said, look, here's what you do. And I gave her some tips. And she went over there. And then afterwards, she came and sat down. And she goes, that dude will not stop following me. He keeps handing me money. He wants me. And I said, good job. And she goes, I'm not used to this. And I said, keep it up, girl. You'll be better. But it was, but it was still very... I actually, it was strange because I had several of the girls um, offering me their phone numbers. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm strictly diggling. Thank you for the compliment. No, you, you could have taken you know. 10%. You could have been like giving them tip. This I, is the business. Right? You right? could have been like, you tell him that you want to quit now. And yeah, you could have been the Mitzi I of tell strippers. You that. <laughs> I, that, tell you, I could That'd be one hell of a second act. That's all I'm saying. If you were the... If you were the stripper, the you know, shore of strippers, that's a great, great life, I would say. I'm not going to tell anybody what my <laughs> secrets and my tips were, but they worked for these girls, so, you know, yeah, it was awesome. Getting, but it was awesome. You keep them around for as long because they're going to age out a little sooner than comedians, you know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. she becomes oh, the yeah, Missy right? Shore of strippers. Did she give the strippers their names? Oh, yeah. Like, she would be like, uh, you have to dress all in yellow and just be like uh, uh, stripper bananas or something. <laughs> <laughs> And like that's the name, and then they then they start putting all the stripper girls' names on the outside of the wall of the club, and then you have a dynasty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There you go. Today, for one time right. only, we have on the center stage Big Bird. Is that, is that show still on? <laughs> is that show still on Seattle Public Access that had the guy with that was showing pornography on Public Access up there? Is that still? Oh, oh no, it's not. Uh, I know that was that was the the Mike Hunt Get Your Friend yeah, Laid show. That'd be the that show one? that you would showcase the pics on. Like that'd be the Tonight Show of being Mitzi Shore of strippers. Like you send them there, they get a, they get well known. Now they can tour the country, or at least the greater King County area. And there's lots of strip clubs up yeah. in the greater King County area. Uh, you can make a good amount of money up there. I yeah. would say. You know, if you really wanted to make the big show, you could go to take it to Portland, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually met that guy once. 
I've been a back couple in the of those, 90s, uh, I was on a, on a public access show, and that guy was one of the guests, and uh, the guy was weird. Shocking! <laughs> he I really surprised. was. I'm so surprised. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Geez, he seems like he would be so down to earth and normal. I mean, he seems like the kind of guy that would be confused as to why other channels turned him down for this brilliant idea of a show. Uh, <laughs> he'd have some tinfoil hat conspiracy theory about it, you know. Turns out that he went to high school with the guy who ran Como News and was, like, putting in bad words for him with the big word. And it was all because he slept with his sister that one time under the bleachers during homecoming. And now his career's over, you know. <laughs> Right, exactly, exactly. Well, I mean, it's it, it could have been worse. He could have combined his show with the guy who thought Kurt Cobain mm-hmm. was murdered, the guy with the huge mm-hmm. mustache. Uh, Wait, are him? you saying are you saying that Kurt Cobain was definitely not murdered? <laughs> I'm saying that there's, there's more likely of a possibility of him, like you know, overdosing or shooting himself than somebody trying to kill him. I mean, I don't know. Probably, I would say, I would say, like it's probably like a seventy thirty. We know the right story already. Uh, there's a little bit. There's a little bit of a chance there where I'm like, oh, the gun was kind of weird, and like, who could do that much heroin? But like, I smoke a lot of weed, so you know, I, I do. I do things on the amount of weed that I think is regular that other people would be like, I would not. I would be locked with my finger like this on the bed, and I wouldn't be able to move or say anything. I don't remember if we were recording at that time. Was that a story from off the air that I just referenced? <laughs> That one. That was <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, it's moments like this. As I, I miss right? Josh. This is moments like this for sure. For man. the audience, there was a story we all heard off the air where somebody was unable to move anything <laughs> except their finger. Um, and I think that's, I, would, I would think like how big a, how big an edible dose did you take? But you know, maybe maybe Kurt can do stuff on on heroin. Who knows? I don't know what how, I don't know how that tolerance works. Uh, so seventy thirty. That's my conclusion. Somebody, so, hold on. So Josh, how long you you obviously smoked weed for yes. a while? Like this isn't like you didn't just recently no, pick no, up the habit. No and so for somebody who I, who, I could vouch right. for that. <laughs> okay, so for somebody who who smokes weed on a regular or who in, somehow ingests it into their mm-hmm. body somehow, they can't. It has a hard time for them. Or somebody who like from myself who who drinks on the regular, it's very hard for us to remember that one time when we didn't ever drink and we took that first drink and it hit us like a like a brick, and we're like, oh yeah. shit, yeah, right. So imagine somebody who doesn't do anything. Who even like I like and, and mind you, this is not a small individual. I mean, this is a very large individual, right? He is a very large man, and so taking everybody was you know my son who is very thin and is been uh, a smoker for a long time looks at him and goes oh yeah you could totally handle mm-hmm. half right. <laughs> I'm like a quarter a quarter. And at that point, they encouraged, yeah, sure, go ahead and eat the whole thing. Like 250 milligrams, I think it was. That's a lot. That's and a lot. Right I don't, it's, it's, <laughs> That's a lot. And, and, okay, so for him to be able to only move a finger, right. he's like, that. He, he, was, he, he was afraid he would stop breathing, that he would forget how to breathe. Yeah. You know, so he was trying to move a finger to keep him. He, he thought, if I keep moving my finger, I will live. <laughs> yeah. Like it's the bellows. And so for somebody, and again, 
Yes, right? And so also when you're high, you have no concept of time. So what seems like three hours has been two right. minutes. So <laughs> it's even more painful to be, and he, he, he's still high, he's still sleeping. And I was like, I'm actually surprised that you were able to get out of bed and walk down the stairs, eat something and go walk back up the stairs. I, I'm impressed with that as how high you were. Um, and he's like, never. We, we actually had this thing that we talked about that neither one of us do, does drugs. Uh, we don't do anything. We never Just weed. Um, I've, I've tried weed. I've tried weed a couple I, times in my life, but that's it. I could, I've lived with Marianne. I could vouch for that. I've probably right? done Can't more confirm. drugs. I've probably done more drugs living with Marianne than she has done while I was living with Marianne. And the thing was, is like, I know how she feels about it. So I don't like smoke weed like in front of her or do that kind of stuff or anything like that. But if I'm at like a comedy club and all of our comedy friends are like our druggies are there. Oh yeah, I'm totally yeah. doing it. Um, Break but, out the needle. I'm pulling up my very... sleeve. Let's do heroin at the improv. Come on. <laughs> Dude, like, yeah. I mean, well, no, Marianne, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, but I, I, Marianne, it's, I, I know how strongly Marianne feels about like doing drugs. So, and I've never seen her do anything like at comedy clubs or open mics or anything like that. She is such a straight edge. Hold on, just a minute. What's the matter? Stop. What are you doing? What happened? Okay, hold on. I have. I have an interruption here. Come here. You fell down. Say hi. Somebody has a bloody nose. Hi, little man. Called grandma. Yo, man up, son. He's like, Daddy, where are you? Okay. So apparently, I have to play grandma. I have to play nurse real quick. What's going on? Is it just in your nose? Okay. Let me. Go get a tissue out of the bathroom and go clean up your nose. I think you'll be fine. Is she okay? They collided. Okay. Apparently we had a collision between the one year old and the five year old. And looks like the one year old it looks like the one year old won. The one year old did win. She just looked at me and said, Go get a tissue and clean your nose. The one year old interesting is, because is, is smiling. Because the collision between a one year old and a five year old is how I got a new bumper. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great oh, joke man. a year ago when my car was only a year old. No, no, it, it, it still holds up. It holds up. It still holds yeah, up. Dude. Yeah. It, it gets a, it gets yeah. two thumbs up. Actually, love it. bring back Ebert. I love him. I'm starting to make too this many jokes that are like dated to the millennial generation and it's like this is this has gotta change. I, I had a I had a joke that used to work where I made a joke about the greatest generation and now nobody knows what I'm talking about when I say the greatest generation. You know, the people that fought World War Two. That that's the generation older than the that's that's the generation older than the right, boomers, right? right? And the thing is is they, they self-applied this generation title, and we just let them. And now that's what they're referred to. So, like, we, we have these younger kids, the Gen Zs, or whatever they're called, and they're and we're, like, the greatest generation. They're like, we'll be the judge of that. And, like, that's the, like, now we don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a millennial. Yeah. 
and I'm assuming all of us here are like I think I don't know. I think I'm right on that dividing line where they 83. When so were like, you that's, born? That's, that's oh fun. come on! Oh no, God, yeah, you no, are. you're no, 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 no. Millennials is 1980. Because right. I was gonna right. say, is I, it really? I'm born in 81, and I don't feel like a millennial. Yeah, but nobody thinks you're, nobody would be like, who, yeah. who's a Gen Xer? Everybody knows Jamal Harrington. Like you don't, you're not a Gen Xer. You're not like apathetic. You care about life. You think things are important. <laughs> Oh wow, sure. Aren't we Gen X? <laughs> okay. Todd, aren't yeah, we Gen X? We me and Marianne are Gen X, and I think to be a Gen Xer you have to be born between I think nineteen sixty-eight and like nineteen eighty mm-hmm. something. Mm, no, but you guys know what the greatest generation means. You grew up uh, with those guys like in charge of the gas stations and the grocery stores yeah. telling you about fighting Nazis and stuff, and you're just like, okay, greatest generation, we got it, all right. And like, I stormed the beaches of Normandy. Right, you know yeah, if, if, everybody, if everybody who says they stormed the beaches of Normandy actually stormed the beaches of Normandy, it wouldn't have been nearly as big a friggin' problem, you know? <laughs> okay. We would have okay, so according, according to... Is, if everybody who says they were there was there... We just kept walking over the beach, like not even stopped. <laughs> According to the internet, Generation X is sixty-five to nineteen eighty. Millennials okay. are are nineteen eighty-one to nineteen ninety-six. Baby boomers are forty-six to sixty-four, and the silent generation is twenty-nine. Go Biden. To Forty-five. <laughs> silent. Hold mm-hmm. on, wait. Silent generation. I would believe heard... Yeah, I've never heard of that either. Maybe that's what they okay. they're now it wasn't calling me. Okay. Well, Maybe because they're... they were silent, you know. Right. I, mean, I think of the dividing line between Gen X and Millennial as do you think Mike Myers is funny or not? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a good that's a... I, I'm one of those people that think he is funny, so that's a good what question. Does that now, say about me? Yes, Mike Myers is funny, but he fucked himself out of Hollywood. His fault. Not ours. We support. I him. didn't. I didn't even know that. I thought he was just. He didn't do anything. It was just like we're done with Austin Powers, right? Okay. And like. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, did did any of you guys see his his version of the Gong Show that came no. out a couple years back? Thank God that we we didn't see that because it was probably going to be horrible, right? <laughs> <laughs> it it was it was it was horrible, but in the most amazing way. Do you remember the original Gong Show? Oh, I, I remember it, yeah. Because I'm, I'm, okay. I'm a millennial, so yeah, I remember it. <laughs> it was just like that. I mean, just as terrible, but still just as funny. The difference is, is the, the host of the show was Mike Myers in a character that was British who was like an old-timey like comedian. So he wasn't, he wasn't being himself. So did Martin Short character. rip him off, or did he rip off Martin Short? That's a good question. Martin Short was on Martin Short was on an episode oh, of it too. Oh, now we maybe know I where believe. Jiminy Click idea came from. Because mm-hmm. Martin. Oh no, no. See, Jiminy Click is way older than this because this show yeah, came that's out. That's what like I mean. I, I don't know. Um, that Jiminy was the... Click. What is that? 
Jiminy Click was a character that Martin Short did mm-hmm. back in the, I think the nineties. Wasn't that on Comedy right. Central? It was, it was kind of. It was kind of. I think so, the yeah. two ferns before that show existed. Like it was that level of seriousness about celebrity interviews and things. Like it was, you know, very self-referential. Very funny. Um, it, very funny. Yes. I mean, it, it's definitely funnier than two ferns. Yeah. Go back. Sure. If, hey, anybody watching, go cheat no. YouTube out of the system and find some old Jiminy Glick videos. <laughs> and watch those. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that it's makes hilarious. me. Oh, I, okay. So I have to ask. Uh, I have to ask this. Mm-hmm. Chappelle, mm-hmm. Netflix. Do, do, I hope I'm not late to the party. No, no, no. Party. You're not because how do you? Think- we we it was on my outline last week and we didn't get a chance to talk about it. And it's not on the outline this week, but you know what? No, I'm glad you bring but that up. But it needs to be talked no, about. No, no, I, I think it needs to be talked about. 100% agree with you. I think that I've seen a couple of different perspectives on it. And one of the perspectives being that when he initially created The Chappelle Show, he wrote the contract. I mean, he was involved in the contract. Obviously, he signed it. And um, because the, the way the contract was, he didn't have rights to royalties or anything like that. So that's, and from my understanding, this is why he's not getting paid for it airing on Netflix because of the fact that he didn't have the royalties. Comedy Central owned all the rights to it and Comedy Central sold it to Netflix. And Comedy Central made the money off of it, not, and Chappelle didn't get any additional revenue. Yeah, that seems about right. Yeah. Yeah. So the question being, so now, how many years later, because the the Chappelle show was out 25 years ago, 25-ish years ago, now Chappelle is saying, he's calling foul, saying, I'm not getting any royalties, I'm not making any additional money off of this, I don't want anybody to support this, I don't want anybody watching my Mm -hmm. old episode. I think at the end of the day, um, what it ends up being is, yeah, because he said this on Saturday Night Live when he did his monologue that, you know, he was being passed around and he wasn't getting paid for it. So the way that I looked at it, first of all, I agree with what he's saying. Um, that's his show. He was the creator. Uh, he, he wrote a lot of those sketches along with the people that were writing along with him. But if you're going to put on a show on a streaming device... I think as good as a comic that he, I don't, well, first of all, I don't care how good of a comic you are. If it's your creation, you should get paid at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, first of all, it's Dave Chappelle. We're talking about the guy who was able to smoke during a monologue at the at Saturday Night Live. You know what That's I'm saying? I mean, this guy's sparking up a cigarette, telling him, <laughs> thank you. And, uh, and I'm like, I, and I watched it. I was like, wow. And not, not for nothing. Even when the Eddie Murphy episode, when they did it last February in uh, 2019, uh, he got up on stage with um, Eddie Murphy. It was Eddie Murphy, Chris Rock, Chappelle, and um, the dude from 30 Rock. Yeah, Tracy Morgan. They were all up on stage. And here's here's Dave Chappelle sparking up a cigarette, smoking on stage. I mean, so, so... And he does it on this episode that he's uh, actually um, hosting. Here's the thing. Dave Chappelle has paid his dues. He's got a lot of clout. He's, in my opinion, one of the funniest comics Mm -hmm. out there. If he's saying, hey, you know what? Um, I want you to take this off 
off your streaming device because I'm not getting paid for it. I kind of felt like Netflix did a, I thought Netflix did a great job in, you know, and as far as complying without saying, well, hey, you know what? Um, we have every right to do this. They, they listen to them. And I think that's what a lot of, I feel like no matter what level you are as a comedian, I feel like if you have a show that you don't want on a streaming device, because they paid him $60 million for all the, all the specials he did for Netflix, the least Netflix could do was pull that show off the air. Pull, pull it off the streaming device. And they did. And they well, did it with no problem. Hold on. So, so let me ask you, that's, and as a comedian and as an entertainer, as somebody who, who we know what it's like to write material, to, to hone our craft, to do everything that we can to present the show. We know the hours and hours upon hours that we've put in, the work, the grind, that, that people, you don't see that. Even 10, 15 minutes on stage, you don't see the hours and days and weeks and months that you put into right. put it, making that happen. I agree with that. But as an attorney or as somebody who's looking at the legal side of things. Well, that's the thing is it, the reason we're hearing about this, the reason this was on Instagram TV and not in a courtroom is because Unfortunately, Dave doesn't have a case, and he, he, he what Jamal has said is correct. I mean, he deserves the credit for this work, and it is it is terrible that there is a an yeah. industry set up within the industry specifically to manipulate young clueless entertainers. Who I mean, and Chappelle admits to being at the time, um, and you know, not in some you know humble kind of way, but like a they did this on purpose. They do this on purpose. To, to current people who are right. young and, and ignorant of these things and how they work. So yes, he's right. He he deserves to have the credit for this work and to be paid for it in posterity, but no court would agree because there's a contract. And But also what Chappelle was also saying was that Viacom and Comedy Central, he was also talking about how they treat mm -hmm. young talent, how, how badly they treat yeah. young talent. So, I mean, not for nothing, if you or I or Marianne were given the contract that he was given at Comedy Central, the one that he walked away from, I mean, there was a reason that he did that. He probably thought like, you know what? The way that you guys have pretty much treated young, com young talent or you feel like they don't know the business at this level that well, the way that you guys treated them, it's not worth the, the money that you're giving me. I'll just say no and then just continue. Because again, he was still able to make his money off of Netflix with those Netflix specials that he came out with. He was still able to, you know, when you're when you're when you're doing stuff like a television show, it kind of it's hard for you to kind of like unless you're not you're in between filming episodes or whatever, doing you know road work or what have you, or doing doing those big shows in theaters and whatnot in big cities and whatnot. Um, but I, I, the, he did state that the way that Viacom had treated talent was just unacceptable, you know, and they don't they don't treat the, the really good talent well. So that's why he kind of yeah. walked away from it. I mean, I think you should go back to. Right. And Todd, Todd made a comment. Todd, Todd made a comment. And it kind of I, 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 I put it in the chat room, but I also was going to say that he has to keep in mind that. He signed that contract back in the 90s. They had no idea what streaming was back then. They didn't yeah. know what the internet was back in the 90s. 
so they had, he started, he was probably thinking this this is going to stay on Comedy Central forever. Fine, that's okay. They've already made their money. They're just going to keep repeating this stuff over and over right. again. No idea that somewhere down the road they were gonna they were gonna lease it out or sell it to somebody yeah, else Tebow, to have it played. And it's still on at the yep. end of the Chappelle show era, right? Like, like at the very yeah. end of it, we started yeah. being able to record on demand programming, and yeah. But even then, it's right. not infinite, right? You know? So that that being said, right? Well, back then we we had like VCRs mm-hmm. that we'd have to set our VCR to put on the tape, but. Right. That's you know, Janics. that being said, yeah. you would think that because <laughs> so this is <laughs> this exactly right. So, but you would think that with that being the case, that you would have a legal argument that you would be able to introduce that as an argument saying, look, this was a technology that they didn't have when this show came out. That being the case, now we should be able to relook at this and say, we should be able to reevaluate right. this for the financial aspect of it because it should be a renegotiate it should be something that you could renegotiate i think there's a way around it i think there's a way around it just charge more for the next thing you do for them to make up for it you know like instead of a 20 million dollar special oh wow my special just became 30 million dollars darn look what happened by accident through no other outside influences you know um yeah yeah. well i mean Chappelle's show was pulled off of Netflix mm-hmm. right after Dave asked them to. But they didn't. But, but it's still the on is, and they didn't have to. Like Netflix could put it back on right now if they wanted to. I think. I think we should all just do this back. We should go right. back to how we did contracts in the late seventies and early eighties. I will sign anything if you sprinkle several lines of cocaine over it. <laughs> you can put any numbers underneath the, the cocaine. I'll sign all of it. <laughs> That's, That's that the way to live life, to if you ask me. Sure. Listen to me, kids. Listen to me, kids. Zero dollars. Only do cocaine if a Hollywood executive gives it to you. <laughs> <laughs> and only get on that couch right. if right. there's a contract exactly. to be signed. Oh. And learn for me because I learn what the word in perpetuity means. And that's it. That's the only piece of advice you need. Yeah. Learn what those things mean. <laughs> In perpetuity, isn't that in Texas? That's where Willie Nelson lives, right? That's the in perpetuity ranch. <laughs> oh man! So I mean, we I mentioned uh, HBO Max. Has anybody else looked into this? Uh, that that HBO Max is getting all oh, the 2021 movies oh, straight I to streaming. Heard about that. I heard about that. I'm so how many? How many people here are going to be getting HBO Max because of that? Okay, first of all, I already have first it. First of all, I already have it. So it's like Christmas came yeah, early. My, so I, I, <laughs> I've know, stolen it. From, well, not stolen it. Somebody else gave me their their login information. So I was gonna say you got that's some right yeah. again. It's all about who you know in this town, and I know somebody with HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's uh, <laughs> I, you. I ended up. I actually downloaded. I ended up getting the app like two months ago, and uh, it is. It's worth mm-hmm. every dime so far. And um, yeah. like I was, I've been just watching like crazy movies off of it because I feel like if I go through, because I have like Netflix, HBO Max, and I have like Amazon mm-hmm. Prime, and I feel like if I don't do HBO Max, at least watch like three movies a month from there. 
then the money that I'm paying for it is, is I'm just throwing my money away. So I just feel like I got to use it a few times. They got South Park on there. So they've got all the seasons of South Park or they've got South Park bigger, longer and uncut. No, no, they got every every season on there. So again, yeah. So hello. How are you not on that already, uh, Josh? You should be. I don't want any of their satire bleeding into my comedy. I don't need any of that stuff. I might accidentally come across the same ideas they have because obviously we're both geniuses. So, Okay, fair enough. Uh, hey, which is true. Mm-hmm. I can vouch for that. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, I've, I've had HBO Max and, and, I, and I, like what, I like what, speaking of, you know, streaming, um, you know, we've actually been talking about what, uh, um, what Warner Brothers had announced, what they're going to do with the 2021 releases. And all I care about, fuck the new, what, Birds of Prey or a Harley Quinn movie. Uh, I, I, am ha- I am actually happy about the Wonder Woman movie, but all I care about is the new Batman movie. That's it. I don't give a shit about anything else. Give me the Batman movie. Yeah. I'll sign you. I'll, I'll, I'll oh. give you a blank check. You can put however many zeros you want behind it. I want the new Batman, the Matt Reeves Batman movie. That's all I give a shit about. I'm waiting patiently. It's supposed to come out October of next year. No, give it to me. And I I saw yesterday that they moved up the release for the Snyder Cut of the Justice League. So it'll be coming out sooner than than September, which is amazing because... Initially, they said it was going to be coming out in the the first part of the of next year, and I'm like, yes, I'll be able to watch the four hour miniseries that is the Justice League. I cannot wait. <laughs> and after nothing, I thought the Justice. And then I, I just thought it was like, then I saw that it was coming out in September. I was like, oh man. <laughs> I mean, I thought the Justice League was terrible, but I'm just, I mean, but it, again, you know, it's one of those movies that if you have nothing to do and you're like, I guess, doing shiggling on your roofs. That's a great way to Wait, kill two are you, hours. Are you bringing a you know, TV like, onto your roof to watch HBO I'm, Max? No, no, I'm bringing my cell right? phone. I bring my cell okay. phone up if on you, the roof. I would say, do, I would say yeah. you might get more out of it if you bring your TV up onto the roof. You can nail your TV. You've got the gun for the shingles, whatever, right? I'm not a home improvement guy. I, I'm assuming it's a nail gun. You get the thing. You sound like right? you got great I'm ideas, just, though. You will, I mean, if you're in if oh. you're in New York, that probably wouldn't work. No. Yeah. Oh God, no. In in LA, you could, you could do that because the weather so, would be fine. Yes. But so, Wonder Woman 1984 is coming out this Christmas. Wonder so Woman three weeks from Friday. So she's a millennial, is what and... we're <laughs> No, no, she, she no. It takes place in 1984. Oh, okay. She's right. not so born she, in 1984. She is Gen X. All right, you guys can keep her. That's okay. Oh, she is. She. You know what? Than the, Millennials the don't want to be associated point. with any lassos anyway. You guys can have all that. <laughs> this is the last. It depends on which millennials you're talking to. From cavalry school, where they used real lassos. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny as all the people that were complaining about like the all the uh, the, uh, the people were posting like s- uh, screenshots of like comic books from like the mm-hmm. 30s or 40s when Wonder Woman came out, and it just every photo was her in some sort of rope bondage, and they're like, 
why is there all this rope bondage in the, in these comics? Is like you do realize the guy that wrote these comic books was into that yeah. kind of thing. That's I mean, you're lucky he was a golden lasso. He could have made it a black lasso. <laughs> so some <laughs> like of the a movie. dominatrix sort of. Like she could have been all like <laughs> not not red, so white, and movies. blue. Oh, what? Some of the movies that are coming out. Twenty twenty one. Oh, some you Google the movies the movie that are going to be coming the out. Are okay. there one? Um, are there Warner Brothers movies? Yeah, so Godzilla's okay. yes. Yeah. So okay. Godzilla versus Kong. Uh the man from Toronto. Yeah. I don't even know what that one is. Black Adam. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, Black Adam I'm looking for. Is, is that, that a chance? This one blows me what? away. Space Jam. Actually Space uh, oh, Jam, yeah. it, a new legacy. Is LeBron the Bonds in that Space one, right? Jam. I could wait for him. I could I could wait for that one. Yeah. Um Sherlock with homies. Oh or Sherlock God. Holmes. <laughs> is, is this an ice cube? <laughs> <It's Sherlock laughs> that would be. It's, it, it's, it, it's, you know, it's Sherlock Friday. It's, oh, if oh, you saw it, it's so hard. To, it looks like homies. <laughs> it looks. It looks like Sherlock with homies. It's Sherlock Holmes. Black, Black Dune. Black Adam is the 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 Rock is playing him, right? If is, I remember is, correctly, I believe so. Is yeah, there's okay. a new movie with, yeah, with Will Smith. I can't see what it's. Yeah. No. As, no Black Adam. No Black Adam oh, as, okay. as in Shazam. That's probably, that's probably a lot yeah. more fun. That would probably get he's much like, more like, well received than a movie about a Black Adam for Adam and Eve. <laughs> um. The Suicide Squad, Black and then Adam and Eve. so for those people who watch John Wick, I guess there's a new John Wick movie the, coming yeah. out. The, yeah. That's the fourth I don't, one. I've never. I, okay. Look, I tried to watch the first one, okay. and I just couldn't get through it. Marianne, first of all, blasphemy. Second of all, oh, you need to watch the first one, then watch the second one, then watch the third. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a huge Ashton junkie. John Wick is probably by far. The best action movie I've ever seen, next to The Raid and The Raid Two. I'm sorry, John Wick is the truth. You need to, you need to watch it with Romeo. Maybe Romeo would get you to. John Wick is the I'm truth. Sorry, man. I'm are sorry, there are better, there are better action movies was, that Keanu Reeves has him. been in. Like, I mean, <laughs> yes. So, so first of all, I get asked. This is the one, the, probably the reoccurring conversation that Romeo and I have all the time. You haven't seen that movie? I'm like, no, no, I haven't seen that movie. I have a fucking life. And there's all these movies. You haven't seen that? No, I haven't seen that movie. Really? Really? Hey. You're going to ask me that again? You, you, When I say I haven't seen this movie, because no, no, I have not. No, I have a life and I work a lot and, you know, very little time to sit around and watch TV or movies. So I'm very, very, very particular about what I will watch. And when I do watch something, if I go, this is crap, it's not worth my time, I'm going to check, and I'm not going to finish watching it. So one of those movies, um, Adam Sandler, Uncut Gems. What the fuck is everybody talking about it being so awesome? I got halfway through that movie. It was just, it was just. We watched like 15, 20 minutes each night, and I'm like, I just can't it, Uncut Gems is just. It's stupid. Uncut Gems it is just if Sandy Wexler was less funny. <laughs> You know what? Um, you've seen more. Uh, you've seen more of the uncut gems than I have, because I'm like, I like Adam Sandler, and I like when he acts in serious roles. But I have, I'm not. I never get drunk enough or high enough to watch that movie, so I don't know nothing about it. 
Uh, you know what? I've never seen it either. I, I, I got drunk enough that I couldn't remember what I did I've, see. I've heard That's people... Every time I did watch it. I've heard people tell me that, oh, Adam Sandler should get an Oscar for this movie. I'm like, okay, first of all, fuck you. <laughs> like, what movie are you watching? I'm like, Adam... I'm, and don't get me wrong, again, I haven't seen this movie. I'm not sure. But if somebody tells me that Adam Sandler should right. get an Oscar nomination... And I'm like, in any movie, first of all, I'm like, okay, first of all, I don't agree with you. I've seen his work. I'm again, I like right. Adam Sandler. I think he's funny. But I if, met if the guy. Bill Murray he's couldn't got a get great an Oscar, pit- you know. Thanks for tuning into another episode of It's Not About You with Jamal and Marianne. Be sure to check them out on Facebook at Not About You Pod. That's N O T A B O U T, the letter U P O D.